Hi guys! Welcome back to another episode with me, Shvika. I'm really excited to be able to do this. Um, this episode is actually really interesting because it's with someone I know personally. Um, yeah, so when it comes to building a business and a brand, you really need to be able to have confidence. You need to be able to have that determination in you to succeed in life. And I think that's what's really important. And this episode features my friend Anthony. He's built up a business and a brand and has definitely dealt with his fair share of skepticism along the way. So yeah, my friend Anthony. Hi guys. Uh, firstly, I just want to say thank you to Fika for having me on this. And I rate what you're doing with podcasts. Obviously, as of 2020, they're doing really well. And hopefully yours does well as well, as long as you stay consistent with it. Um, but yeah, um, talking about inspiring me to cut hair, what made me start it, it was basically um, just like, I just love getting my hair cut. I was always at the barbershop anyway. And I used to get one like every two weeks. And then I had like three occasions in three consecutive weeks. And then that ended, I ended up getting a haircut each week. And after getting it like once a week for a while, I just couldn't go back to like like once a month or once every two weeks. So I ended up going to the barbershop literally every week. And the time I'd spend waiting there because it was always packed, I was literally always there. And I was seeing my barber do sick and he was young and he was really successful. And I was just like, nah, like, this seems pretty good. But I just thought like, there's no way I can do it because I was going to uni. When, when I started thinking this, I was literally going to uni like in three months time. So this was like summer of 2018. So I was thinking like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, I want to be a barber. Like, I was considering it. But at the same time, I knew I had uni. But then I started thinking like, it would be so good if I could be a barber at uni. But obviously, I didn't really have much time because this was summer and I was literally going to uni in like two months. And then I started looking at like Royal Holloway and the barbers around there. And I realized it was actually like a huge gap because all the barbers over there weren't actually that good. They were all like, they weren't like very modern. And I knew some people at Royal Holloway before that used to always come down, come back home to get their haircuts. And I asked them why they would all come all the way back here to get haircuts when there's barbers over there. And they were all like, yeah, the, the barbers there, they're pretty bad. They're, they're not really modern. They don't really do good skin fades, stuff like that. And they were saying that they're really expensive. So I thought like, that's, that's, that's like a big, there's definitely a big demand for barbers and modern haircuts because obviously there's a lot of students there. And if there isn't a higher supply, then I could, if I could somehow learn how to cut hair, then I'll be able to do it, obviously. Um, so I started thinking about it and I started, I was like, I was really determined to do it because I saw like huge potential in it. And I've heard about other people in the past in unis, like cutting people's hair, but like everyone said it done well, but no one said like, no one like had this idea of like proper growing it into like a brand or anything, but I, I really wanted to do it. So I spent every day of that summer, I spent literally every single day, I'd go to the barber shop from the morning when they open till when they close. And I'll literally just sit there and just watch everything, like all the different barbers. I'll literally just watch and take mental notes of everything they're doing. And then I'll go home after the barbershop closes and I'll go on YouTube and I'll just watch so many different haircut tutorials and stuff and just literally try to learn anything and everything I can. And it took a while to convince people to let me cut their hair. But eventually, like my brother, cousin, stuff like that, they let me cut their hair. And Obviously, the first time wasn't the best. Second time wasn't the best. Third time, fourth time, fifth time. But, like, I was getting better and better. And I was, I was, I was even writing down, like, on my notes, like, the steps that I could see people doing to do, like, a fade or something. And I'll just do that. And then eventually it got all right, like, to, to the point where I'd say, like, I can give a decent fade, but that's pretty much it. I wasn't really good at cutting the top of the hair. I wasn't good at using scissors, but I knew what I was doing when it comes to fades. And it was about that time when I was going into uni, um, and I knew that no one obviously I'm going to uni no one actually knows who I am because everyone's new at uni so I knew that as long yeah. as I come across like confident in my ability and skill uh, people don't know that I'm a beginner barber people don't know that I literally just started cutting hair two three months ago so I thought I'd give it a go and just try come across as confident with it and see if anyone would let me cut their hair and if I do a good job and then I started like telling people obviously at uni like I'm a barber but I didn't say to them like I've, I've just started cutting hair. I told them, yeah, I'm an experienced barber and stuff. And I had an Instagram, like it was a really bad one, but it was, 
it was a basic Instagram page with just like a few yeah. pictures of like haircuts I've done, but like they're okay. And I was doing it for really cheap. I was literally doing it for like five pounds. So obviously yeah. students being broke, they were like, you know what, like they are like they look okay, five pound haircut, why not? Especially because the barbers over there were charging like eighteen pounds and stuff like that. So eventually I got some people coming in, not a lot though. Like I would say probably like at the beginning it was like one or two a month. Mm-hmm. So it it just wasn't it wasn't really going well at all. But the haircuts I was doing, they, like I didn't there, there wasn't any like proper bad ones to give off a bad reputation. Because that that would like I was I made sure that if I didn't know how to do something that someone was asking for, I made sure that I would try to talk them out of it kind of instead of doing something mm-hmm. I don't know how to do and messing it up and then getting a bad reputation. So if someone was telling me to like I don't know cut cut a certain hairstyle and I didn't know how to do it, I'd be like I'll try kind of convince them like be like nah I think this looks better or something I know how to do or something anything that that can just like make them kind of change their mind for the time being until I learn how to do it just because I didn't want to do anything bad like do you get it so I didn't want to yeah, I didn't so you, want I didn't want a bad reputation you were just trying to like make sure that you knew what you were doing first before you actually started doing like haircuts so you didn't want to yeah, like yeah. start from like the deep end you actually wanted to learn and like get used to the technique first before you actually started like cutting other people's hair yeah and not just that like um I, I i didn't if someone was to ask me to do something i wasn't confident in doing i would never like do it if i if i didn't 100 percent know i can do it well i would never do it i would always try like cha- like change their mind a bit but um yeah anyway um I, I got really close to like giving up with this whole thing because towards the end of the first term of uni i had literally gotten about six customers that's it and they weren't even like repeating customers. I had literally only cut about six people's hair from the whole like, first three months, which was really different to what I like visioned and what I planned for. So I was just like, nah, maybe this isn't working out. Like, screw it. I'm just going to stop. But then literally as I was thinking that, it was like a Sunday night. I had just come back to uni and um, I got like a message from these second years who had heard that I cut hair and they were really desperate for a haircut because they were going out. And obviously no mm-hmm. barbershops were open. It was it was quite late. It was like 8 p.m., 8.30. And they they texted me and they were like, yo, uh, is it possible to get a haircut? Um, and I was like, oh, like, I don't know if I can be asked to do this. So I was quite tired. And I was like, this isn't going anywhere anyway. It's so easy to me for just saying no right now. But then they were like, oh, please, we're really desperate. We'll pay you £15 each. And at the time, I was only charging £5. So... I would have expected to get £10, but they were offering me £30. So I was just like, you know what, like, screw it, I might as well. Like, instead of making zero, I can make £30 really easy right now. And, like, worst case scenario, they don't come back. It doesn't go well. Either way, I was thinking of stopping. Best case scenario, they tell their friends it gets bigger. They're second year, so they knew a lot more people. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, let's just do it. I'm just going to do it. Um, I ended up doing it and luckily I gave them both quite like pretty good haircuts and they were both loving it and they they put me on their Snapchat stories and they told all their friends and from that day like it just it just went boom like it literally it changed so much I was getting instead of like one two customers a month it was more like one two a week and uh, every, every time I'd get a new customer I would get like two more because they'll tell their friends or something and then the other two will come and they will tell their friends. So it was like exponentially growing. And um, I was thinking to myself, like, rah, I was literally just about to give up. And like, it got to the lowest low because I hadn't had a haircut in ages. And then suddenly it just went boom, which I think is like quite a common thing that happens with most businesses. So like you hear about some people, they, they, they literally, like for me, it was quite quick, but some people can be working on something for like two, three years and not really see many results. And then all of a sudden, in the fourth year, it just booms. And that's, I think that's why it's like really important to just not give up ever. Yeah. Um, I think it's like really weird because I didn't know that you started cutting hair like three months before uni. I thought you'd been doing it for like a, a solid year. <laughs> so like when you showed yeah, me your Instagram, I was like so shocked because I was like, that doesn't look like someone who's done it for like a couple of months. That looks like someone who's done it for a year. And that's what I thought. So, like, when you've, like, just told me everything, that just, like, surprised me so much. And it just makes it, like, uh, even better. 
Yeah, no, I think it's just, it's literally, it was what I was saying earlier about no one knows who I am. Like, I could literally pretty much say anything and no one would know if I'm, if it's true or not. So I might as well come across as confident and like professional because that's more appealing to people than someone who's a bit nervous and like, yeah, I've just started cutting hair. Do you mind if I cut yours? Do you know what I mean? But if yeah. I just came across knew what I was doing, it, it, it attracts a lot more people. I think that's like, so it's like a really nice thing to have on the side because like while you've got uni and like you've got your social life, you've also got something that you're really passionate in doing and like mm. it just keeps pushing you to like work harder on that. So it just makes yeah. you like more inspired to do whatever you have to do to like make sure you have a successful business. 100% and speaking about like talking about passion and stuff, um, Obviously, I wasn't, like, born with a passion for cutting hair. Like, I, I didn't just, like, all of a sudden, like, develop this passion for cutting hair. Like, most people, like, it doesn't even make sense to them how someone can have a passion for, like, taking someone's hair off their head. But, like, that's with a lot of things. Like, a lot of people say, like, oh, I'm not passionate about anything. I don't have any passions. I don't know what I want to do in my future because nothing really excites me or I don't enjoy anything. But, like, the majority of people that say that, they probably haven't tried out enough things to to be passionate about something because you can't be passionate about it if you have never tried it same way that like say it's like it's like if you're passionate about something usually you're like addicted to it but it's the same with like smoking no one's addicted to smoking without ever trying a cigarette or something so like mm. people people need to try out more things like you're always putting like you're putting everyone's put into school and they're so focused on like math science and like English and subjects like that. And some people might be more like creative and artistic, but they're never given the chance to like try out, I don't know, singing, dancing, things like that. And then they end up thinking they have no passion, but that's because they just haven't tried out enough things, which was the same for me. Cause I used to think that as well. I was like, I'm, I'm literally not passionate about anything. And then I was just like, I gave barbering a shot. I was like, you know what? I might as well try it. Like I was really like, I, I really interested in like haircuts and all that. I really like getting my hair cut. So I was like, I might as well try it. And I ended up trying it. And I wasn't like, I wasn't passionate about it from the first or second time. But eventually, like, the more I'd done it, the more I enjoyed it. And it's the same with like football and stuff like that. Like, you're, you're not, you, you don't play one game of football, two games of football, and then suddenly you love it and you're passionate. It's like seeing yourself getting better and seeing your skills increase and yeah. that's what makes like you enjoy it more and that's what makes you more passionate about it and i think like people just need to be a bit patient when when like they're trying out something new and they need to try out a variety of different things to find out what their passion is because you can't just sit there and just mm -hmm. wait for something to suddenly hit you because like i remember you would just like promote your brand on like for like any, like any occasion, it would just like be like, we would go out for food or just like a night out. Or even around mm -hmm. uni, you would just like try and promote your brand to like the best you could. And yeah. pe like some people would be like, why is he doing that? But at the end of the day, it's you promoting it, promoting like a business, a brand. And people are still talking about it. So I think like people have to realize that like, no matter what happens, that people are just trying to make their way through life and like achieve what they have, to, they want to achieve. Especially like if they're really passionate about it, if they really love doing it, like it's not like you have to find like a skill or like something that you really want to do when you're older. It's when you find something that you really like doing and you want to keep learning about it is what people kind of want in life and people what like what they aspire to have if you get mm. what I mean yeah yeah 100% like, I think it's really important to make sure you're what you're doing you actually enjoy it because if you don't enjoy it there's like a massive chance it won't work out and you won't succeed because how can you expect to spend the rest of your life doing something that you can't even stand or how can you expect to do something and make it so successful with the amount of competition you've got around you if you don't even enjoy it so like that's why it's just again like talking about passions and stuff don't just like think of what other people are doing and say oh he, this is working out for him i'm going to do the same like it has to be personal to you and something that you personally enjoy otherwise yeah. it just won't work out and with the whole like telling people going around uni and all that like 
yeah, I think it, like if I didn't do that, if like I was like the amount of people I told compared to the amount of people that actually ended up coming for a haircut, like mm-hmm. you would expect a lot more because I literally spot. I think I I might have told in the first in just Freshers Week alone, I might have literally promoted myself to about no less than a thousand people easily. Like it was literally like yeah. you probably remember anyone yeah. ever thought I would just I would just tell them. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. The majority won't won't come for a haircut, but. If if I didn't do that, then none of this would have happened. So it's yeah. like word of mouth is also like a, the best way of like promoting and the best like yeah. way to get yourself out there. So I had to do it because no one else was going to do it for me. Exactly. And like your second year, that's when like you started to brand the business and you started like getting like materials and everything put in place, especially for your house. Like, Hmm. what did that take? Did it take, like, a lot of, like, determination? Like, how long was that, like, process for you? Yeah, so about second years went... First year was more like a student cutting hair at uni. Second Mm. year was more like when it it became official and, like, an actual business. And um, basically, it was during summer, the summer between first year and second year, when I I realised that, like, there's... Like, like I've got into a stage where I've got a steady clientele that come like every one week or two weeks, but they, they're regular customers, they're returning. And I realized that that's when I got a job at a barbershop that summer as well. So I realized that, okay, like I'm good enough to work at a barbershop and it's like the best barbershop in my area by far. And it's like mm-hmm. really professional. And I'm like the worst barber there. So I was working around proper proper good barbers all around me so I knew that I'm only going to get better and they were really supportive and they were like helping me with literally every aspect of barbering whether that's the business side or the actual cutting hair so I realized I'm going to get 100 times better than I was before and I've already got a steady uh, clientele so I knew that it's only going to grow from there so I thought I might as well because I've always like had like I've always wanted to start a business as well and when I when I started cutting hair like I didn't ever think it would become like a business or a brand. I would thought it was more like mm. a hobby that would just, yeah. if it, it like best case scenario, it would make me a bit of money, but I never expected it to be like a brand or anything. So when I realized it had the potential to be that, I thought like I'm going to proper go for this. Um, to do that took like, yeah, a lot of hard work, determination, motivation, things like that. And um, I think the best thing I'd done that really helped me was to like start writing everything down and I think that's really important like once you when you see it like it's a lot easier to keep track of what you're doing and what's happening so like what I done and what 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 I think helped me the, the most was um I made like a list like a checklist uh of things right. that I need I needed to have done in order for me to like pretty brand this on my checklist I had things like uh, a logo a barber chair mirror application website business cards stuff like that just things that i knew that had to be done like in order to make this official and stuff and that was that was like the top part of the page and the bottom part was like this was on my notes so the bottom part i could just every day i would like plan my every night sorry i'd plan my next day to like each hour so like even even if it even if it said like seven to seven thirty a.m. wake up and get ready like it was just little things like that. Yeah. But then I'd make sure that there's no time in the day where I'm doing nothing. Like every every hour was filled with something productive, which made it like which made all of this a lot easier to do because there was no time wasted. Because I said this, I don't know if you read my Instagram post the other day, but I said when you like actually do the math of how much time you have. Like everyone's got so 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 much time. Like, yeah. if you sleep eight hours a day, yeah, and you spend eight hours, I'm talking about. Let's say this is term time. If you if you sleep eight hours a day, and you spend eight hours doing like studies and revision and uni work, lectures, stuff like that, then mm-hmm. you still have eight hours, eight whole hours of free time, mm-hmm. and this doesn't include your optimum sleep and all your studies and uni work. So you literally have eight hours of time to do your side hustle or to do anything productive that yeah. doesn't even affect your sleep or your studies at all. So like, imagine that's eight hours a day. Imagine throughout the whole year, how much time mm-hmm. you actually have. 
But when yeah. you don't write it down and you don't fill up the space of what you're going to be doing, you become a lot, lot, lot less productive and you end up spending that, like you probably don't even know like what, what you've even done in those eight hours. Like when you come work it out, like what, what did I do? Like where did those eight hours go? It doesn't make sense. But that's why when I started writing it down, like it helped a mm-hmm. hundred, a like hundred times more like than just trying to plan like, oh, I'm going to try, I'm going to try get this app done or yeah. something. And then just like having the back of my mind, but never have a plan. But I had like, for example, I, I knew I was working from nine to seven p.m. every day. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote in my notes. It would say like, seven thirty, uh, get go back home, shower, eight o'clock to eight thirty, research different app developers, eight thirty to nine, uh, look up different barbering apps and what they do stuff like that just so I knew like mm-hmm. obviously I don't have to stick to it perfectly like the, the yeah. exact task but I know what I'm doing throughout each day and that proper helped and I think anyone it's basically like a plan you yeah. had a plan for you to not like stick to exactly but just to like have in your head but also have like right in front of you so you can see what you were doing because because you know how like people sometimes are like oh I'll do this later I'll do it later but like they don't actually do it because they're like, they're just like making up an excuse, like say, oh, I have to do this actually, or oh, I have to sleep, or oh, I have to eat. But in actual fact, yeah. like they don't actually have to do that. They just have to plan their days out properly and just like have like an end result rather than mm-hmm. them like um, saying, oh, I want to do it. Yeah, about setting goals. Um, that's like really important as well like if you set goals you have something to work to so you're always doing something and you know where you want to go but like setting sub goals is basically what i done with that checklist so like my end goal was to have this garage barber shop at uni that everyone comes to for a haircut but for that to be possible obviously i had to do like all these sub goals like making yeah. enough money to get a barber chair and to get the lights up and to get the, the whole garage like redone basically because it was like, it was disgusting when I moved in so I had to get it all redone um like there was so much things I had to do but um when when you break it down and you write it down it becomes a lot easier and like what I'd done for example yeah. to get the, the barber chair um I'd like done a lot of research to see like how much they were roughly going for and when I knew how much they were to, to until I hit that goal of making that much money to get it i wouldn't really move on and that would basically be my main focus so like i would i would like the stuff i've done to make money was like i like literally there's so many different ways to make my like i can't believe i've done this but once um i was driving past like just near where i live and i saw i saw this like family moving out and they had like a slide it was like a kid's slide yeah and it was like outside their house like a bit far from everything else that they were moving out and I went I just went up to them and I, I literally said to them I was like uh sorry guys are you are you getting rid of this are you like throwing it away or what because it looked a bit dirty and it, it was far from everything else and they were like yeah 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 feel free to take it if you want we were literally gonna like throw it away and I was like you know what like I might as well I was like you, you miss every shot you don't take so I'm, I'm gonna try it anyway so I took the slide and I put it in my car and it didn't even fit my car like I had a really small you remember my Renault Clio like it was a really small yeah. car um but my friend luckily lived right near them. So I called him and he came in the car and he was like holding the slide and the boot was open and it was, a, it was all a mess. But I took it home, I cleaned it a bit and then I put it on Facebook Marketplace for £25 and literally the next day someone messaged me to buy it. And I was just like, what? I can't believe this actually worked. But it, it worked well because that's literally 100% profit. Because I didn't spend any money getting that slide. Um, and it was literally getting to like that's how that's how that's how, what I was, the type of things I was doing to like make sure I have enough money to get things like that. Once I built enough money, obviously from doing that, I was doing like delivery shifts, Uber Eats, working at the barber shop. Once I got enough money for the barber chair, for example, I'll tick that off the checklist and then I'll put that money away somewhere. I'll give it to like my mum to hide it away or something because I spend a lot of money, so I used to give it to my mum to hide. <laughs> and then I'd move on to the next one, and I'll just keep doing that until I saw all of them with like ticks and like when you see when you know you've accomplished like little things it gives you like that sense of accomplishment which makes you so much more motivated to do like bigger things yeah so like 
think that really helps writing things down and like actually working towards sub goals. Because once that whole list was complete, once each little sub goal was complete and there was a tick next to each sub goal, I knew that, all right, I basically hit my goal now. I'm ready to do the whole garage thing. And then when I'd done it, obviously it felt like unreal because I had literally, that's what I was, every day of that summer, I was literally just waking up and I was, just, I was seeing myself like having it done and like working in the garage and everything ready and yeah. my logo and my banner and everything. And then when it was all done and I realized like it's actually come to life, it was, the, it was mm. honestly the best year. It's crazy because like, I've known you since like, we met in uni and like now, like you've created such like a big brand. You've also managed to market it well. And you've also like got to that like end goal where you're like really happy with everything. And it's crazy because like I, I saw I saw it all happen. So it's just it's just yeah. really like cool because like you I saw you from before everything happened and where you are now. And like mm. you can see how much you've like improved. You've like learned new skills, you adapted yeah. more. And you've been able yeah. to like just hold yourself because like I know like how hard it how hard it was for you to like I don't know because mm. like a lot of people were like oh I don't even know if I can like trust like someone else to cut my hair like that's what everyone mm. thinks and it's like so hard because like people are like they put those like false pretenses into the world and they're like oh that's gonna happen but they don't actually realize that like people who are actually like us like working so hard like all these small businesses that you need, like people cutting hair, people like doing eyelashes and like brows, like they wouldn't be doing it if they actually didn't know what they were doing. They wouldn't be doing it if they like had like an inkling of what like what they were doing. So I think yeah. at the end but, of the day, um, like you said, you miss every shot that you don't take. So like it's hard for you to like get like have an end goal but you don't do anything with it you don't like try anything mm -hmm. i think it's really important to literally just give anything a go like worst comes to worst like if it doesn't work out so what you didn't have it before anyway do yeah. you know what i mean but yeah. if it does work out it change your life and this definitely changed my life because like now i really like it's made me realize that a lot a lot of things are possible like it's made me realize that like things that I didn't think were possible for me to do before just because of this little thing which can be seen as something so small to someone else's eyes someone a lot more successful than me might see this as something so small but like to me it's something so big that's opened up like a massive world of different opportunities and like before I didn't think I was capable of doing like anything or making a business or or a brand or anything but like now that I see that I can do this why can't I do literally anything else and like you can pay yourself to like other like successful people what's the difference between like you or literally mm -hmm. anyone and being successful people at the end of the day you're all human beings so you're all capable of the same things yeah some people might be some people might be naturally gifted at for example i don't know some people might be just a lot smarter or, or quicker to like they learn quicker and stuff like that and that that gives them a huge advantage and like a head start but it doesn't mean that you can't do it. It just means that you need to work harder to do it. But at the end of the day, everyone's a human. So like anything someone else can do, you can easily do. You just need to like be determined and put the work in to do it. Yeah, this has been like a massive experience for you. And it's like been a life-changing journey. Mm -hmm. And like 100%. if you could tell yourself two years ago that you would end up in the position you are right now, what do you think you would like yourself like when you were 18 would say would you be like shocked or would you be like no nah, that's not gonna happen at all um i mean i always like wanted to build a business and a brand so i wouldn't be necessarily shocked that i've got like a business for example i would but i'd definitely definitely be shocked if someone told me two years ago that i was going to be a barber like it never i had never even crossed my mind like literally Two years ago today, I'd never even held a pair of clippers. So, like, it never, ever, ever crossed my mind to be a barber or to, to build a business in barbering. I, like, I study computer science. So, like, yeah. I, it has nothing to do with barbering or the art 
art or creativity. Like, I'm not even yeah. like, I'm, I can't barely draw a stick, man. Like, creativity is not for me. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how I'm a barber. I don't know how that happened, but it happened. So I guess it goes to show that, like, like you need to, need to try something out because something you might think might not work out for you. Like, you never know. So yeah. that's what I, I, I tried it and it worked out. And, like, I want everyone else to, like, try something they want to do that they've been holding back from, especially mm-hmm. if especially if they're worried about what other people think and what other people say because yeah. like, like a lot of people for example want to i don't know start a youtube channel or something like that but they're scared of what other people might say around them and they're scared of other people like like making fun of them for it or something like that or what people say mm-hmm. but if you think about it the majority of the people that you're scared about and what they say then people probably won't even be in your life two, three years from now. Like, they're yeah. pro- if people like at school, college, uni, stuff like that, the people that you're worried about are going to like make fun out of you. They're not going to be in your life two, three years from yeah, now. Exactly. So you're literally, you're literally limiting yourself and your future for the sheer reason of people that you won't even you won't even remember their names in a few years. Mm. So, so like, you, like you shouldn't really care what anyone thinks, and especially at this age, I'd say between. 18 to like 25 in your late teens early 20s like these are definitely the most important like years of your life the decisions mm-hmm. you make now literally determine your whole future so like this is the time where you should start thinking about side hustles doing something on the side um mm-hmm. doing something you really want to do because right now like you have a you have a lot of time firstly and you have zero like not zero but you don't really have many expenses or responsibilities like you're just a student. Like the, the only thing you have to pay for is like meals and nights out, and I don't know, fuel for your car, car insurance, little things. You don't have mm-hmm. a mortgage to pay for. You don't have a family to support. You don't have rent yeah, to pay. You don't have internet. All these like all these bills and stuff. You don't really have that right now. So the money you make now is like if you make twenty grand now as an eighteen-year-old, it's a lot more. It's worth a lot more than making twenty grand as a thirty-year-old. If you make, do you know what I mean? So if you make like 50 grand as a 30 year old, how much of that 50 grand do you actually get? You have to pay all the bills and you have to support your family. You'll probably have like what, 10, 20 grand left to actually spend. Whereas if you make 50 grand as an 18, 19 year old, you'll pretty much have that whole 50 grand or maybe say 40 grand. So these eight like this age we're at now these years definitely the most important to do something so is it really worth not doing it just because what other people might think yeah exactly i think when it comes to this age especially like with our generation it's so hard because we're all really fixated on like what people think of us and like Mm -hmm. that sometimes limits us to like actually achieving what we want to achieve and the fact that, like, like everything you just said, like, that's completely right. Like, I think people have to realize that, like, yeah, you're growing up. Like, yeah, people might be, like, really horrible and say, like, stuff to you that, like, will hurt you. But at the end of the day, are you going to let what they say affect you from, like, achieving what you want to achieve? Or are you just going to live in that guilt and live in that, like, like... It's not like people are trying, like, actively going out their way to, like, say horrible things to people. But I think, especially with this age, like, late teens to early 20s, we're all really, like, still trying to find ourselves and still trying to find what we want to do. So it's a bit hard when, like, people, like, set, like, false pretenses for us because at the end of the day, we don't really want to know, like, how our lives are going to turn out. But... We need to go at one step at a time or that's never, or we're never going to get anywhere. We're literally putting a pause on like our lives. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. And I think like with people trying to do something, I think motivation, the word motivation is like really commonly misused because like you hear a lot of people say like, I don't know, for example, and I'm one of them. They'll be like, I just don't have any motivation right now. But like, mm. m- motivation doesn't just come. Like, don't just sit there like, mm, nah, not motivated. Mm, nah, still not motivated. Do you know what I mean? For, for me, I've come up like w- with a personal definition for what motivation is. And I, I think it's the byproduct of an experience. Because mm. usually, 
usually if you're just sitting there and you you're, you made a plan, for example, I don't know, you want to go gym and you want to transform your body and go on some next diet and all that, you're not really going to be motivated unless, one, you, you do something, you, you, you do a workout or you see someone else have a massive transformation and that impacts you and makes you motivated. Or, two, you, you think you like you yourself have seen some sort of results you've started doing it and the results you see is what leads you to be motivated so for example if if you want to do that and then you go and watch like workout videos and you go and watch someone else do a transformation that might really motivate you because of that experience you've just had of seeing someone else do it so don't just sit there and just think you're going to suddenly become motivated without actually doing anything. So if you're going to, if you, for example, someone wants to go gym or anything, them just deciding to do it without thinking, because if you, if you think about it too much, you might overthink and might think like, I don't know, like you might say, I don't know, I have a birthday party to go to on the weekend or something. And I'm going to, we're going to go for a fat meal and then we're going to go out drinking. So I might as well just, might as well just start next week and you're just going to keep doing that and just overthinking it too much but if you just do it and don't think about it and like set up a gym membership and then find like a diet plan find a workout plan and start watching videos and stuff like that you'll automatically be a lot more motivated than like just thinking about doing it and not acting on it at all so i think yeah. like you have to do you have to work towards it first to get motivated and once you get that motivation it becomes a lot easier so it's always that first step that, that's the hardest but, but once you do it that's when motivation comes so for me I, obviously I wanted to cut hair and all that but I, I, I wasn't really motivated at all like what would make me just cut hair but then like watching haircut videos and and then cutting like the first haircut I'd done like, it was really difficult for me to even like hold the clippers but like as I progressed through that ha same haircut and I started getting used to it a bit more and started seeing myself like more comfortable, that sense of accomplishment is what made me uh, more motivated to do it. And then seeing my, like my first ever haircut where I thought, oh, wow, that's, that's sick. Like, actually, I'm proud of yeah. that. Seeing that made me so much more motivated to do more and more and more. So I think it's important for everyone to like, firstly, don't overthink about something. If you want to do it, just yeah. do it. Like, sit, like, YouTube channel, same thing. Like, if you want to start a YouTube channel, don't think about it too much because you're going to be put off of what other people might think or what other people might yeah. say. Just, just like make a YouTube channel, get your logo, get channel art, fix, write down different video ideas, order your yeah. mic, your camera, stuff like that, and just do it. Secondly, um, yeah, like you have to do something. You can't just sit there and wait for it. Otherwise, yeah. it will just never. Come. No, exactly. I think it's. It just proves to show like we're the only ones stopping us from like getting to that end goal like no one else cares that much to like actually stop you from like reaching like whatever you want to achieve it's yourself and if you hold yourself back even further than you have before you're never gonna get there and I think that's what people have to take from this episode like you are your own like you are the like reason for your like success and whatever happens in your life like it happens for a reason so mm -hmm. you have to take everything as it comes and just continue you can't just be like oh what if i did this what if i did that because yeah. that's stopping you from progressing that's stopping you from like actually achieving what you want to achieve and a lot of I older people well if you ask them what would you tell us or give us any life advice a lot of people and the one thing they say in common is a lot of people regret what they didn't do rather than what they did do so like you take all the chances you've got because it might get to a time where you can't do it anymore like for example people that say yeah i want to get my degree and then work for a bit and then maybe i can start something but by that by that time are you going to have the ability to just start something are you gonna mm -hmm. you're gonna have as i said earlier all these responsibilities and all these all, yeah. all these things you have to pay for and then at, at, on top of that you're probably going to be working like a job with your degree if that's a nine to five and you're working nine to five job you want to go home and you might not necessarily at that age have enough time you want to spend some time with your family you're, you're a bit tired from work you have to sleep early to get up the next day so do you really have time to do that and just like plan 
to do something in 10 years when you can be doing it now, even if it's something yeah, small now. Be. And like different incomes can come from like one thing. For example, for me, obviously, so I've got this now, the, like the clothing. Uh, COVID has delayed that massively, but um, that's like one, one, one stream of income that's come from barbering apart from, apart from the actual haircuts themselves. And apart from that, I've, like, I've recently just created a YouTube channel. If that goes well, then that, that's potentially three incomes from one side hustle. Not even, this isn't even like my main thing. Obviously, I'm still at uni studying like artificial intelligence, computer science. So that's just the side income, like this whole barbering mm-hmm. thing that has three sub incomes from it, not including my degree. Whereas most people that just keep like delaying it and saying yeah after my degree after my degree like they might never even get that in the first place and like just, like as this started off something really small by the time hopefully by the time i've got my degree like this might this might be like, just as big as my degree itself so it's like equivalent of having two degrees in terms of like income wise so like honestly i think learning how to cut hair was the best decision of my life and I encourage literally everyone to go for anything they want to do. And like, worst comes to worst, yeah. just remember, like, you didn't, you didn't have it before. So mm-hmm. it can't, can't get worse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think what, like, people are really interested to know is that it's, like, what you would, like, advise people who are, like, just about to go into uni and they're, like, if they're do- interested in doing something else. But they're, like... Um, holding themselves back so i think it goes back to a lot of things that i said before in terms of like firstly the whole you miss every shot you don't take like just think about that like if you don't try it there's no chance it's going to work there's no chance it's going to happen so you have to try it before you can say no this didn't work out this isn't going to work out you have to try it at least to know um two right now for for I, I wouldn't say that getting a degree person, personally for me, I wouldn't say that getting a degree is like the only way you can be successful, especially nowadays with like social media and the internet and all that. Like majority of people that don't have a degree still can become billionaires, millionaires. Whereas in the past it was a bit different. Like you have to get a degree to be respected, to be able to get a job, to become like, to get a high income. But like now you don't even need a degree. So don't feel pressured to go to uni. Don't feel pressured to to do something you don't want to do. The most important thing is you do something you enjoy because if you enjoy it, you'll more likely put more time and work into it. And the more time and work Mm -hmm. you put into it, it's literally directly proportional to the results you see. So if you put a lot of work in, you're going to get results out. If you don't put a lot of work in, you might not get results out or yeah. not to the same extent as if you put a lot of work in. And again, like the biggest thing I'd recommend people to do is that whole plan your next day by the hour the night before. Because honestly, doing that, you can become so, so, so much more productive with your time. Because like someone said, I can't remember who it was, but I read the other day, someone said... Um, the biggest difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is what they spend their time doing. And it's like so yeah. true if you think about it because everyone has 24 hours a day, but what mm. do you actually do with it 24 hours? Like, do you, do you try like whatever you're, whatever you do, do you try get better at it? Do you try get more skilled? Do you try like, or do you just sit around like watch Netflix all day, whatever? Mm. Like, especially as I said, the, like the ages we're at now are the most important in terms of the decisions we make so yeah i think personally everyone should like give that whole trying to be more productive a go like everyone try their own little side hustles whatever that might be like especially with like social media like you can literally make you can make a living out of anything right like if you like mm-hmm. cooking for example and you can make a cooking page like an instagram cooking page be consistent with it make sure the content is good and then like that can be really successful yeah. like marketing as long as like for me what i done with like kale cuts um i like looked into what my competitors were offering so so i saw what the barber shops in Egan were doing and i saw that like that, that i came up with like four four different factors that affect customer convenience and something that appeals to my target audience was location price quality and speed 
that's what affects what where someone goes for a haircut around Egham. So I thought, okay, well, the location I got was was like it was good for literally anyone, any student anywhere around uni, like whether you live on campus, Backgate, Englefield, whatever. I'm either just as close or closer than all the barber shops on the high street. So location I knew wasn't an issue for anyone and wasn't going to be an issue. Um, uh, quality, obviously, I don't want to sound like cocky or big-headed, but I made sure that my the quality of my haircuts before making this official and all that, I made sure that it was good enough to back up everything I'm trying to say and when I'm promoting myself and all that. I made sure that I knew what I was doing and I worked a lot, like every single day of the whole summer, 15 hours a day even. I was literally doing like 80 hours a week of cutting people's hair and just watching yeah. until this day from the day where I started, like when I decided to cut hair till this day, I literally haven't been a single day without watching haircut videos, tutorials, information about cutting hair, barbering, literally not a single day. Like I put a lot of work into it, um, but just to make sure the quality is good. And in terms of price, I'm the cheapest barber you can find in Egham, which obviously again for students, that's really good and appealing. Um, and then speed, the way I've done it is um, there's no barbers in Egham that take bookings or appointments. They're all just walking and they take ages. They're like old fashioned barbers. So like they, t they, they, they take really long. So like I've been to like pretty much like I've been to quite a few of the barbershops in Egham and each time I've gone, they've taken like an hour and a half of my hair and that, my, my hair and beard together, they'll spend like an hour and a half. So if you think about it, if you walk into a barbershop over there and there's like three people in front of you, which is pretty normal for that to happen. Like that's, it doesn't even seem like a lot, three people in front of you, but if each person takes an hour and a half, that's already four and a half hours of pure waiting time before you can get your hair cut. Bear in mind, you can't even leave the shop because if you leave, there's a chance you might lose your space. So yeah. four and a half hours of just sitting there waiting and then an hour and a half of your haircut, you spend six hours in the barbershop. Whereas, and that's like for the majority of them. Whereas the way I've made it, I've seen what the, the problem is. So I've identified the problem in all the barbershop and made sure that I can come up with a solution, which is to be based on bookings only. Like you, you, don't, you can't come like just walk in and get a haircut. You book your haircut, which again is really appealing to students because if they have, lectures for example and they have like a break from 2 p.m to 4 p.m they can book their haircut in between that time which makes it makes makes it a lot easier for them and a lot more efficient because it, rather than going to a barber shop and then seeing four people in front of you and then having to go and come back the next day or having to wait and spend your whole time at the barber shop it's just not like it's not it's not like very 2020 it's not very modern to like be waiting all that time and have all that time wasted like everyone wants things done quickly now so like for anyone trying to start a business or anything try identify what the problem is for your company like what, what 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 everyone else is doing and what they could be doing better and then you make sure you do that and no matter how small of a business you are no matter how how you might not think you're a big deal at all always believe that you are and like act as if you are like the way the way like honestly like I'm, I'm not a big enough business to be doing my own clothing and stuff but if I didn't then if I don't even see myself as official and successful then how can other people trust me and see me as official and successful that's mm -hmm. why I just, like when I made I made like these business cards and I made like the clothing and the website and the app and all that just to make it official because if it seems official and if it looks official and if everything about it is official then there's a lot more like bigger chance that customers will trust your service because of yeah. the, the how, how professional it is and how professional it looks. So like just because you might be a small business or just starting out, don't act like you are and don't be like, Oh, I don't need, I don't need a good quality. For example, like if you're doing, if you're doing like podcasts, for example, don't, don't think, Oh, I'll just get the worst mic. Like it doesn't matter. I'll just get a cheap one. Just I'm, I'm a beginner. I'm a beginner anyway, just until I get enough money to get the better mic, get the best mic you possibly can try to do everything to the best ability that you can as professional as possible. And, and see, like see what other people doing podcasts, for example, are doing and replicate that model that do what they're doing and always try to find something that they're not doing, try to fill it in. And if you do that, then like you're giving people no reason to not, 
come to you or to not listen to your podcast or to not for example for yeah. me to not what that I've given people literally no reason to not come get a haircut from me unless of mm-hmm. course if they don't like my haircuts but on mm-hmm. paper the price is better the location's good the quality's good the the speed is very convenient so like I've made it like almost impossible for someone to say no which is like what you need to be doing when, when you're trying to yeah. start anything else. I completely agree with everything you say because like as, as, like as a consumer and as someone who's like looking to like get haircuts and like looking for like different companies like especially with hair makeup waxing like you look at like the way that the business is built up you look at their mm. branding you look at the amount of content that they have out there like enough support to really convince you i want to go there and yeah, i think at the, at the end of the day you're all trying to like get the best out of it even mm-hmm. the like person doing your hair even the person who's doing it like waxing you doing your nails like they're doing what's best for them as well as what's best for you so you can't look at it as something that like will ruin your appearance or whatever service you're mm-hmm. looking for it's just really hard because i think a lot of people expect the best out the best of the best so they just like, put really false like expectations and like you need to really like push yourself and really do the work in order to have what you really want in the world mm-hmm. you have to put the work in otherwise nothing's gonna come there's no like there's no like get rich quick or yeah be or overnight that just doesn't doesn't happen like you have to put the work in no one's no no one becomes like a billionaire or successful businessman or something by getting lucky like you have to put the work in yeah there's a certain aspect of luck to it that might help but if you don't put in the work then you're just going to get nowhere but um back to what you were saying about um like the trust and like as a consumer i remember freshers this year i went around with one of my friends and i was like handing out these cards to everyone all the first years and stuff and we were going up to everyone and asking them like have they found the barber here yet who cuts their hair stuff like that and i remember i went up to a group of boys and i said to them like yo like me and my friend like he actually my friend said to them he was like yo where'd you guys get your haircut and then one of them just turns around to to, to my friend and he's like yeah go to kale cuts if you're looking for a haircut and i'm just thinking like, i was there and i was just looking at this guy and i was like i've never seen this guy in my life like what's all of this about and i said to him i was like yo i was like what's your name bro and he was like yeah my name is dylan and i was like oh and i remembered that like a few days back i got a call from someone called dylan who came across my website and he said yeah i I just saw your website i was looking to get a haircut and i booked him in for a haircut in like the same week that we saw him but i still hadn't cut his hair yet his haircut was due in like two days and i was thinking like this guy is already promoting me based on just the, the website that he's seen and the Instagram page and stuff like that. And I haven't even cut his hair. Like he didn't even recognize me. He didn't even know who I was. So it goes to show that if you're professional and if you look professional, if your business is like top quality, then people will do the promotion for you and you attract a lot more people. Cause I didn't even have to cut this guy's hair for him to promote me. And that's literally just because I, like, I took the time to brand myself and to make everything professional, to make the website, to, to, to put a portfolio on my Instagram page of like what my haircuts look like, stuff like that. So that's why I think it's really important to do that and like don't treat yourself as a small business because if I thought of myself as a small business and didn't think to do that, then one, he would have never booked a haircut with me in the first place. Two, he wouldn't have told all his friends to come get a haircut from me as well. So it, I would have lost out on a lot instead of growing a lot from doing that yeah i think that's like something that people should really focus on like it's it all comes down to like the way you hold yourself in a business and how much effort you're willing to put in and at the end of the day we all are human and we all make mistakes but 
But whatever happens in our lives, we need to take that as, okay, I've been through that experience. I'm going to go push myself and just focus on the future. Because I think a lot of people are so fixated on the past to the point where they're like, why don't I do that better? Why don't I do this better? But how are you supposed to grow as a person? How are you supposed to... I mean, you can't change the past. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. I think for your thing, you got so much support from your friends. Yeah, 100%. That helped. That helped a lot. Like, if if you're not getting support by your friends and your close circle, then you've got to change your circle. Because, like, someone once said, like, show me your group of friends and I'll tell you the type of person you are. And it's true, like, a lot of people are highly, highly influenced by... Actually, everyone's highly influenced by the people they spend time around. So if you spend time around people that don't care about you and that people that aren't supportive of you and people that aren't on the same level as you and and, and they they don't see what you see as, like, what you think you're capable of, they don't think you're capable of, and... And you're not on like the same like wave as them, then you need to hang around with different people because like yeah. you're gonna get nowhere. it's gonna literally it's gonna get you nowhere. But um the worst part about like meeting new people and like starting new experiences is that you don't really know what's gonna come from it. And I think what's really important is that you need to be supported by other people as well as you support yourself. Like you need to focus on yourself obviously and like have yourself you like when it comes to your business I know you weren't confident in the beginning like the more and more like things that you did you gained more confidence and supported yourself which helped people support you that's what people have to get from this episode the more support you get yourself the more support you're going to get from the public and everyone else You have to 100% believe in yourself because then, like, if you don't even believe in yourself, how do you expect other people to? Um, but another thing I wanted to say is like, do little, like, do, don't, just because you're like a business, don't forget, like, don't, like, you still need to, like, be a bit humble about it. Like, don't, don't be, like, so strict with everyone. Like, still treat people, like, the same way because you're still, like, you're still like a human at the end of the day. You're not, you're not just a business. So like if, for example, do little things that might grow your reputation, do things to help others. For example, like, like if someone, for, for me, like, like, because I, I know what I'm doing, like I can talk about this. If it's someone's birthday, then I'll always try to, well, yeah, I'll, I'll always aim to, if someone comes to get a haircut for their birthday, I'll always try offer them a free haircut for their birthday. And that like, that, that like helps with it, it, it's it's best of both of because it works out for them and then in the long term it works out for you as well because if if literally people say if people are trying to save money for some sort of reason they think oh you know what if i go to him on my birthday he'll give me a free haircut i can get a free haircut out of him they might be thinking yeah i'm just gonna go for a free haircut and then i can go back to my other barber or whatever but mm-hmm. it gives me a chance to cut their hair whereas before they might have never come to me and then that's all down to me what I do if they come for a haircut it's all down to me whether they return or not that's down to me if I provide a good service and do a good job then they'll come back if not then they won't simple so it, it opens up different like, opportunities and, and doing things like promotions like happy hours for example I remember last year I'd done like a happy hour where I said uh, whoever messages me between 4 to 5 p.m to book a haircut can get it like half price or something and that attracts people that maybe aren't your customers to try you out because they're getting a good deal and if they if they like the first one and you do well in the first like the first time they come then they can be returning customers and you can build you can build yourself doing little promotions like that so like i think anyone trying to anyone's got a small business or anything always think about doing these small promotions like discounts birthdays specials stuff like that it really helps really really helps yeah i think that's about it i think we've covered so much already but like thank you so much for like talking about your journey and your experience it's been really interesting because i don't even know any like most of the stuff that you've just said which is crazy because like i've known you for like what like almost two like a year a year now so it's like crazy to like hear like everything you've been through Mm. and just your experience in general like it's so interesting to like i just hope uh, i hope like i've 
made some sort of difference to someone who's trying to do this or someone who wants to start something. I hope yeah. I've encouraged people to do it. Like 100%, I think everyone should go for what they want to do. Don't care about what other people say, whether that's even if it's your like parents or your brother or whatever, like just do it. Like, you're, you're not going to get like, you're, you're, as I said, like I keep saying, like you miss every shot you don't take. So you have to at least try because yeah. otherwise you never know like if I didn't try this then I would have had none of this and I wouldn't have known ever if I didn't try that I could do this so just everyone should try what they want to do and I hope I hope I've helped at least someone thank you so much no, thank you for having me